The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. Have you ever heard of the term she kissed a lot of frogs to get to her prince? I'm sure you have. Well, that was me. At 43 years old, I've had my fair share of failed relationships, situationships, meaningless connections. So about two years ago, I decided I was just going to embrace the single life and continue building my brand and creating a legacy. I never saw myself being married and definitely, definitely not to an inmate. But life is tricky, huh? Now, before we jump into our episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. And actually, because this is the anniversary episode, we're going to jump into a bottle of champagne for this episode. My favorite champagne of all times is Dom Perignon. So today's champagne of choice is just that, a cold bottle of Dom P as I like to call it. And to actually kick off the anniversary episode, I actually do have my bottle of Don P and I have already popped the top. I am sipping out of my wonderful crystal champagne glass. So I hope you guys will sit with me as I give you <laughs> a full glimpse of what this entire year of marriage has been like to my incarcerated husband. So sit back and enjoy. And this is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Now, I know you guys are wondering, where have I been? Oh, my God. Another break I had to take. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. Um, This is one of those episodes where I'm just going to just go off the fly. I don't even have any keynotes written down. I have no... um pointers, no certain, no structure in how I'm going to give today's topic of the day. But today's topic of the day is my anniversary. This is the anniversary episode and I kind of want to just highlight everything that has gone on in this whole year. Me and my husband have technically been together almost two years, but our vows that we took took place October 6th. I had it wrong. Oh my God. I got to tell you guys, I had it wrong. I actually thought my anniversary was October 8th, but it was actually October 6th. October 6th, 2021 is when we took our vows and it has been a lot. Oh my God. It has been a lot. Um, 
So first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for being on this journey with me this entire time. I started this podcast in January um, of 2022, and it has been an amazing ride. It really, really has. Um, I have grown since I've been doing the podcasting. I'm a lot more comfortable doing the podcasting. Um, I'm venturing out doing different things with other um, podcasts and, and podcasting and producing and engineering. And I've grown. I have definitely grown. Um, and my purpose, my purpose for this was to really put a positive light on being in a relationship with someone who is incarcerated, whether it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your fiance, your husband, um, your baby daddy, whatever it is, I wanted to put a positive light on this subject matter because we always hear the horror stories. We always hear the negativity. Um, I wanted to make this podcast very special um, to encourage people like myself who are in a relationship with someone incarcerated to feel comfortable in talking about these relationships and not being afraid to just let people know like, yes, this is who I'm with. I love this person and they are incarcerated. Um, I've always said where they are doesn't define who they are. So that's why I wanted to do this. That's why I wanted to do it. Um, I have enjoyed doing it. I have let you guys into my world. I have talked about the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the uglies, and everything. And I have no regrets. I have no regrets. Um, Great feedback I've been getting from day one. Great emails, great questions, great DMs. I mean, just the, the, the response to this podcast has been amazing. It's something that I didn't think was going to happen. Um, I kind of felt like, uh, I don't know if this is really going to be a subject matter that kicks off, but you know what? It has. And not only has it just helped people with incarcerated loved ones, it's, this is still a relationship podcast. It's still talking about relationships, the ups and downs, um, the good, the bads, the red flags, the just everything. This is about everything because there's no major difference with your relationship with someone who's incarcerated versus someone who's on the street, except for the physical. You still have your up and downs. Um, you still have your disagreements. You still have your arguments. You still have bad days. You have good days. Um, it's a relationship. It's an actual relationship. But with all that being said, let's jump into this anniversary episode as I told you guys before, but first of all, let's get comfortable because <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. So let's just take the time, kick back, get comfortable. I'm going to take a sip of my champagne and let's get this thing started. So if you're just now tuning in, you don't really know the backstory. Um, I am married to my best friend's uncle who we are all around the same age. This relationship really fell into my lap. We were friends first, um, did business together um, because he had um, an entertainment company dealing with artists and music and different things like that. 
Um, I too was in the club life at the time, um, doing a lot of promoting, working with a lot of artists and our paths crossed in that way. Never in a million years did I imagine that our friendship and business relationship would turn into this, especially the fact that his niece is also my best friend. And that was also a, you know, a touchy, touchy situation. But we're here today. And let me just tell you guys, <laughs> it has been a ride. It has been a real, real roller coaster. Um, today I'm coming to you after the anniversary has passed um because there was so much that was going on in my personal life even outside of um my marriage just in my personal life that I had going on a lot of different changes um my energy wasn't where it wanted to be and I I know I continuously kept saying that um in the, in the past couple of episodes my energy wasn't where it was supposed where it was supposed to be for me to record um I wanted to come with come to you guys genuine and authentic with good energy and when my energy isn't right I cannot record so it's been a couple of hard months um on the energy side on the emotional side um and I, I had to I had to pull everything back together so I could give you 100% me and here I am today my husband is amazing um we are two different people. We come from two different backgrounds, two different lifestyles, and it has not been an easy ride. Um, what my marriage has taught me more than anything is unconditional love. I've always believed in unconditional love. I always talk about unconditional love, but this love has definitely been put to the test. Um, we're different. We're totally different. We're used to totally totally different things and a lot of that has been an issue within our marriage um his previous relationships um are not the typical relationships that that I have ever been in um my husband went to prison when he was 15 years old came out when he was 30 so he serves 15 years already came out when he was 30 um and only had 10 years on the street so to speak I'm saying on the street but freedom 10 years of freedom before he was put right back into that predicament um and if you guys know and maybe you guys don't know but a lot of times when you go to prison at a very young age you're literally growing up within the system. Your growing up is not the same as a person who's free. My husband's growing up was not the same as mine. My experiences were different. He he did not experience anything that a normal teenager experienced, such as myself. So when he came home at 30, it was almost, although he was 30, he still spent his whole time growing up within the prison system. Um, and 10 years of freedom and to go back, he's really been incarcerated for pretty much half of his entire life. And a previous conversation that me and him had, um, 
where he really explained a lot of that. And it took his niece and myself kind of took us back because we didn't look at it in that way. I've, I've looked at it in that way. I've said it to him before, but this was the first time he actually verbalized it to me um, due to a situation that was going on with us. So it's been very testy and very trying to um, be in a relationship with someone who is really just not used to the things that you're used to. And it's vice versa. Um, his previous relationships were totally, totally different and off the realm of, of anything that I was used to. So his experiences with women of a different caliber than myself um, has found has made us have very difficult times um I'm not the same I'm not the same as the other women in his life they're not the same as me um and so I've had to basically get him to understand me and learn me and learn how to treat the type of woman that I am the type of woman that he's not used to so we've had a lot, a lot, a lot of work, a lot of up and downs within this whole entire year. Um, it started off in bliss. It started off wonderful. Everything was great. Um, and as time went on, of course, you know, as we grow, we have growing pains. So we we hit a few roadblocks. Um we stumbled up on some issues that we had to really talk it out. And it's so hard to do this when someone is incarcerated because there's no physical way to fix anything. There's no hugging. There's no kissing. There's no going out to dinner. There's no making love, making it right. There, There's strictly communication, strictly communication. And when there's no minutes, everything is done via email and what I have learned about myself and my husband's relationship and marriage is that we communicate on totally two different wavelengths a lot of times. Stuff that I say, he takes the wrong way. Stuff that he says, I take the wrong way. And it's so hard to navigate through that when you're reading words, when you're taking just words from a person's email you're interpreting it the way that you are putting it in and um that has been one of the biggest 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 battles between he and I um our communication but I will say this what I have learned about my husband what I have learned about our relationship is that we really fight through these obstacles I mean we really fight through these obstacles and it has really taught me really about genuine unconditional true love because I can guarantee you if this was anybody else or any other situation me and my husband would not be together I can wholeheartedly say that we would not be together um, we wouldn't be together because I'm the I'm the type of person where I just walk, I just leave. I I can't I can't put too much into a situation to where it throws me off my game, it throws me off my focus. Um, where it's not making any sense to me. Like I don't put that much time into human beings to the point where I I just 
care. Like I'm not vested like that. I'm vested in my family. I'm vested in my close friends, which is not that many. Um, but I've never been vested in a relationship to the point where I didn't want to give up and I didn't want to walk away. And that has been a hard one for me as well. It has really taught me how to really, really love, how to really, really fight through stuff and really how to communicate. I mean, communicating through difficult times, it's harder to really, really talk these things out. It's so much easier just to just throw in a towel and say, fuck it. Um, I'm not doing this no more. I don't feel like doing this. I don't have time for this. But to do the work, to continue to communicate and work on it and talk about it and work through it it's hard it is hard you know I've had people to ask me plenty of times have I ever you know wanted to give up have I ever yes 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 I have because I am a runner <laughs> like when shit gets too stressful and it gets a little sideways I am out the door I don't like bad energy I don't like negativity I don't like to be stressed out it affects my money it affects with the way I think so anything that's compromising my livelihood it's easier for me to walk away but my marriage is something that is sacred to me um it's a forever thing for me, for both of us. And we have chosen to do the work. We have chosen to really, really work this out, fight this out. Um, and we have a few more years to go before he's even home. So this won't be, a, this will not be an easy journey. This will definitely not be an easy journey. But I'm so glad that we're getting all of the kinks out early Then two, three years down the line when he's on his way home or when he comes home and we figure out like, oh my God, we can't stand each other. We can't be in the same room with each other. We can't get along or anything like that. Um, I was just telling my best friend, his niece the other day, it's so hard for me to stay mad at this man. He's so silly. He's so sweet that I can't stay mad at him. Even when he says and does some of the craziest stuff, he follows through with, something silly, something funny, something to make me smile, or even just the fact of him acknowledging when he knows that he said something out of, out of character or, you know, that was totally left field. Like he comes back, he comes back. And that's what, one of the things I love about our relationship and I love about him is that I don't have to tell him where he went wrong or where we went left. He knows he comes back. He fixes it and um I love that I love that because it's it's a wonderful feeling to be with somebody who wants it just as much as you and fight for it just as much as you um and he definitely does he definitely does and a lot of things you know um <laughs> I find myself um sweeping up under the rug or you know letting things go that I probably wouldn't before because I do have to think about where he is. I have to think about where he is. I have to think about the mental and emotional trauma and stress that that puts on someone from being incarcerated, just the day-to-day -day mental um, things that the inmates do go through. You know, you're a grown-ass adult. You're being told what to do every day. You know, your freedom is being taken away. So I have to factor in a lot of those things, which makes me um, extremely empathetic towards him a lot of times when we do have those moments. I also have to think about my husband is 40, 44, 
44 years old and has spent almost 20 years of his life in jail. Um, his experiences are different. His life is different. Um, everything has been controlled. Um, he hasn't really experienced real freedom. So a lot of times I have to be empathetic towards that too. I have to be empathetic and understanding how his past relationships were. They weren't me and it's no shade, but it's real. They weren't me. Um, and that's a lot of work too. It's a lot of work for men and women when you're with someone who's used to a certain type of person, whether it's male or female. And here you come along and you're totally different. Your views are different. Your morals are different. Your outlook is different. Your um, makeup is different. Your goals are different. Everything is different from what this person is used to dealing with. That alone is a whole episode <laughs> that alone is a whole different situation because you're dealing with someone who has no clue of who you are what you are what to expect what you want how to do it how to be there for you how to cater to you um and you have to teach it you have to teach it you know the two sayings that i always grew up learning was do unto others as you want them to do unto you and you have to teach people how to treat you. And this is what's been going on. Me and my husband are students. We are teaching each other um, how to be with each other, what each other, what each other likes, what each other doesn't like, um, what, what each one of us accepts, doesn't accept. Uh, I'm sorry, accept. Excuse me if I get a little tongue tied, but we're students and we're learning each other. And it's been a process. It it has definitely been a process. But I will say this. Um, this whole year, outside of the, the bumps and the stumbles, it's been amazing. It has been amazing. I love the way he loves me. I love the way he loves on me. Um, I love what we have. I cherish what we have. When we get on a phone... We are just as silly and playful as, you know, eighth grade or high school sweethearts. And it, what we have is worth it. It's worth fighting for. It's worth staying for. Um, and it's something, it's, it's something that's new to me as well. Like I said, I am a runner. I have never put this much time and effort into any relationship or into anybody um, that I have with this one. And I really do cherish my husband. I really cherish everything that we have. Like I said, we're not perfect. He's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Our relationship isn't perfect. Um, we've had some bad days. We've had some major, major, major bad days. And we fought through them. We talked through them. Um, and we love through them. And most of all, the two, the one thing that we both can agree on is that we are friends first. I have said this so many times um, in plenty episodes that the friendship is what saves a relationship because you have a different level of care, a different level of respect um, when you're friends. I've never been friends with anybody I was in a relationship with. We did not take the time to be friends first. We either started dating, started kicking it, and then we was together. We never was friends. Me and my husband were friends first. We got to know each other as friends first. And 
this is how our relationship really started to blossom. Um, there was an attraction already there, you know, throw in a good friendship, good conversation where you could tell each other everything. It don't matter what it is, laughing, talking, you know, you bringing out the best in me, I'm bringing out the best in you and voila, this is what happens. And again, it's been an amazing journey. It hasn't been an easy one, but it's been an amazing journey. Um, the hardest part about the anniversary was that we were not together. For me, I wanted to still create memories um, until he comes home. I still wanted to make sure that he knew, you know, how much I love him and, you know, how much, you know, our marriage means to me. So I still, you know, happy anniversary. You know, we talked on the anniversary. Um, and I actually was thinking about throwing like myself an anniversary get together with, you know, some of his family, my family and things like that, because I still want to create memories. Although he's not here until he comes home, I still want to create these memories. It's still an anniversary. It's still my husband. I still love him. And I still want to celebrate that day every year until we can do it together. So in the midst of me, <laughs> trying to put this anniversary um night together <sighs> my husband know how to throw a monkey wrench in the plans so if you guys can recall let's go back a minute me and my husband have been going back and forth about pictures and if you guys have been listening you guys know me you know how i feel about pictures i am not with the pictures going to the prison, okay? I send my husband pictures, tasteful pictures, cute pictures, sexy pictures, all of that. But the pornographic type pictures that my husband wants and most dudes want in prison, that's not me. That is not me. Never has been me. And we fight about this so, so often. But he did the ultimate, guys. He did the ultimate. And you're going to have to stay tuned, <laughs> You can see here what it was in the story of the day. But let's just say a couple of night, a couple of days coming up to our anniversary, he start killing it. And I'm telling him, like, baby, please, our anniversary is coming up. I just want to have a good anniversary. I want to talk about the love. I want to be happy. Please don't start this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and as a man, he couldn't see past what he wanted. He wasn't thinking. He, he wasn't thinking about nothing but what he wanted. And he was ruining it so bad, guys. Like, I was begging him, please, don't turn our anniversary into some shit where I'm mad at you and I don't even want to celebrate. I don't want to tell you happy anniversary or nothing. He was killing it. But that's my husband, <laughs> and I love him. Um, and like I said, this has been an amazing, amazing ride. It really, really has. Um, if you would have asked me a year ago, you know, like where we would have been in a year, I probably, I don't know. I can't even say because I whatever we have is so strong that I knew we was going to make it. I knew we were going to make it to another year. I knew we, I know we're going to, I know we're going to make it. Um, but 
it has it has definitely been times where I was to the point where I was just like, oh no, oh no. Um, and it has a lot to do with the communication. And like I said, when you're dealing with someone incarcerated, it's hard. The communication is 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 so serious, it's needed, but it's very hard to explain via email. It's very hard to deal with it when they don't have any minutes. Um I have yet to go to visitation with my to see my husband because he doesn't want to see me through glass. Um, but it's getting to the point now where we're both kind of like, fuck it. I want to see you. You know, I want you to see me. And, you know, I'm just I'm ready for him to tell me, come on. Like, I'm trying to respect his wishes um, because I know that's a lot for him. He doesn't want to do it that way. But again, this is all we have. This is all we have. And it's a choice. It's a choice that you have to make. Um, some people aren't built for this. Some people, it's, it's very difficult and very hard to deal with this. And like I said, it's not easy. Um, and I'm not even talking about the outside world and the temptations within the outside world. It's just not easy loving someone that you can't put your hands on. It's not easy being away from them. It's not easy... Um, when things are going left and you can't really make up the way you want to make up, it's not easy when shit goes left and you guys aren't talking. And me and my husband are each other's every day. We're each other's every day. And when shit goes left, he suffers. I suffer. Um, But we talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it. And luckily this entire journey we've really been able to do the work ourselves and not put anyone else in it but there has been times <laughs> there has been times where we definitely had to have a mediator in between and trust me when i tell you i will tell you about those times in the next up and coming episode <laughs> but we've had to have a referee a time or two um to help us navigate through it and thank god that we have her thank god that we have my best friend his niece because um she understands the both of us she understands the struggles that we both have um within our marriage and our relationship um she is very supportive when it comes to us both and and helping us both understand each other because again me and my husband come from two different worlds totally two different worlds we damn near almost speak different languages but we're students we're students of each other we're learning each other we're teaching each other and um i'm happy i i'm truly truly happy even even during the hard times um I'm still happy. Um, he's worth, you know, everything that we've gone through. I know that I'm worth everything that we've gone through. Um, the one thing that we don't have a problem with is expressing how we feel about each other, even when we going through certain things. But again, when you're in a relationship with someone incarcerated, it's just a very difficult, difficult journey. And um, I'm just glad you guys are on this ride with me. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. And oh my God, the feedback that I've been getting um, since I have not been even on the mic. Since I have not been on the mic, you guys have been so wonderful. And I just want to thank you guys so, 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 so much. But we're going to continue with this episode and 
again, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, one year, one year, October the 6th, 2021. Me and my husband celebrated one year. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining us on this journey. And we're going to keep this episode going. So again, this is episode 18 of season two, Wetlock Chronicles podcast. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduce signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum guys and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show. Okay, guys, so it is time to jump into the story of the day. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let me take a few more sips. I suggest y'all sit with me because this is a doozy. So a couple of nights before my anniversary, me and my husband get into this deep discussion about pictures these men got to have these pictures oh my god it it drives me up the fucking wall do you understand me um i send my 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 cousin i send my husband pictures tasteful pictures cute pictures sexy pictures all that i mean i even show my best friend sometimes the pictures and be like what you think about this picture she'd be like girl that's a good picture but my husband He's a freak. Been saying it. Have no problem saying it. And he just gets it in his head where he wants to be the director of my pictures and tell me, well, do it like this. Do it like that. Send me this. I want you to be doing this. I want you to be doing that. And and I hate it. I hate it. I completely hate it. And I have no problem with voicing it to him. I hate it. Um, And I have told him several, several times how I feel about my pictures going into the prison system first and foremost let's just be real it's a few people that see me before he see me i have a problem with that i have a problem with that i don't know what these people doing with my pictures i don't know if it's other copies being made i don't know if they slipping into somebody's back pocket and somebody going home getting their rocks off to my pictures i don't know if my pictures is being sold to other people in the prison and i'll be telling my husband boy okay what's going what what you gonna do when somebody say damn that's your wife such and such hat they got this same picture down in cell block whatever the fuck so i try to pull him into my side so he can feel where i'm coming from he don't give a damn okay he still wants these pictures so my husband my wonderful loving amazing husband 
decides that he's going to send me a message. Now we're like two days before our anniversary. I'm trying to plan an anniversary little night slumber party, you know, with me and a couple of my friends and, you know, his daughter, his niece, you know, we're, we're all one big happy family. We do stuff together. We hang together. We do all this type of stuff. So because this is an important night to me, I don't want to be alone, you know, celebrate my anniversary. So I want to do it with my girls. I want to do it with his daughter. I want to just make a night of it. We create this memory um, and continue to do it until he comes home. I'm in anniversary mode. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm like, damn, you know, we made it through a year. It's been an up and down year, but we made it. You know, the love is stronger. Um, I don't have a doubt in my mind that this, this man loves me or nothing. And here we go with the pictures. So he decides that he tells that he's telling me that he sent me some pictures of some other women so that I can have an idea of the type of pictures that he want. Uh-huh. I said that. I said that. I'm gonna say it again. He told me that he had mailed me some pictures of some other women so that I could see the type of pictures that he wants. Let's take another sip. I literally was like, boy, you done lost your fucking mind. I literally asked him, was there something wrong with him? And I'm, I'm really like, why the fuck would you email me this and then I and I'm like you do know that I'm not opening them pictures right like I'm not fucking opening them pictures them pictures is going in the garbage can how dare you play with me disrespect me oh I just went all the way in and I couldn't believe I'm like this motherfucker is crazy why would he do this it's two days before our anniversary and I'm telling him like dude you just killed everything with that bullshit like you just kill everything he's really like not in his mind he doesn't even think that this is nothing he's like baby what do you mean like they not my pictures they not pictures that nobody sent me i'm just trying to show you pictures so you can see what we can and what we can get and i'm like dude like i'm not slow <laughs> like i know what you can and what you can get in the prison system first of all second of all i slipped up and said this is not my first rodeo and that shit just made it even worse he like oh well since this ain't your first rodeo you know whatever pictures that your other nigga got you can send them and i'm like dude stop what i'm trying to say to you is i know what kind of pictures can go to the jail I'm aware of it. Not only do I know people that's locked up, I got friends who got dudes locked up. I got uh, guy friends that just like the brother-sister type of relationship. I know what's going on. I am not green. I get it. But I don't need an instructional manual. I don't need copy, cut, and paste um, pictures to tell me how to satisfy my man or, or tell me what I need to be doing for my man like are you crazy like have you lost it and I'm steady telling him like oh my god like he just don't get it such a man such a man but also it just goes back into I'm just a different type of woman 
to my husband that he's ever really experienced. So I'm telling him, like, first of all, let's be clear. I worked in the strip club for over 20 years, managed one for almost seven. I know what the fuck is going on. I don't need the help. I don't need the instructional manual. So we beefed about these pictures all the way up until my anniversary in the middle in the midst of all of that he's apologizing he baby i'm sorry you know i never meant to make you feel like that and let's be clear let's be clear as a woman and i said this before your man is gonna tell you baby i don't care i love you the way you are i don't care this i don't care that we as women we could be bloated and be like i don't like that outfit i don't want to take no picture I'm telling my husband, like, listen, I need to get back in the gym. You know, I got to get some of this weight off of me that I've gained during the pandemic and really just not really doing it. I own businesses. I don't work for anybody else. So I had a luxury of not doing something or staying in the house or doing whatever I want to do. So I'm telling him, I'm really not where I want to be. So I don't really want to, you know, send the type of pictures that I even want to send you. And he just, baby, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I like it what, baby, I'm a woman. Like, I got to be satisfied with myself first before I even think about <laughs> what you like and what you don't like. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to explain that to him, like, it's just different when you are a woman. Like, we just, if we're not happy with the way we look, our outfit, our shoes, the colors of this stuff, we don't care if somebody else like it. It's what we like. We have to feel good about ourselves first before anything. So on top of him not understanding that I do know what time it is with the pictures, he's now not understanding. I The point that you're missing is that I'm not going to send those pictures. I don't care if I had the, if I was in the best body of my life, I don't care if I was exactly where I wanted to be. You still not getting them pictures. And that's the whole point you missing. I don't need you to send me examples of something that you're not going to get. You missed the whole mark. Like you missed it. I'm not sending them. <laughs> like, no. The night of my anniversary, his niece, his daughter, my cousin, his daughter's girlfriend, we at the house, we kicking it. And, you know, the pictures are sitting on a table in an envelope <laughs> and I'm telling his daughter like what's going on. And she's like, right. She just throw them pictures away. Don't open the envelope. I'm like, I'm not opening up this envelope. This shit is going in the trash. So for, to ease her mind and to ease my, I threw them in the trash in front of her so she could see me throw them in the trash. And I really did. I had no intentions of opening up this envelope, put them in the trash. But this is the night of, okay? This is the night. At 12 a.m. is my anniversary. So it's the night, the night of. We're drinking, we're kicking it, we're having a good time. And I'm not even really mad at him because I'm really knowing like he just don't get it. Men just don't get it. I'm like, he just don't get it. But I was, uh, I was taking I was just taken over by the fact that he actually mailed me some fucking pictures. Like that was like the ultimate, like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like you crossed a line. Why would you send me some damn pictures? I mean, what the fuck? Like I was like, Oh my God, why now? So 
later on at night, you know, the anniversary came, you know, we toasted the anniversary. And again, as I said, I never can stay mad at him. I mean, it just don't matter. Like this man just, oh my God, I can never stay mad at him. So although he pissed me off, although he made me mad um, about them pictures and I said what I had to say, I do not hold my tongue with him. So I said how I felt, you know, we had a few little ugly back and forth messages, not disrespectful messages, but just, you know, like what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, I don't even understand what the fuck you tripping for, you know, all this type of stuff or whatever, but we always come back. We always come back. We always dismiss the bullshit and we always come back. So at midnight, we toast. He sent me a message. I had a message that come, came through right around the time of midnight where he wished a happy anniversary. You know, I love you and all this type of stuff. You know, I can't wait for forever, you know, with us and all this type of stuff or whatever. But child, the man sent the pictures. So I end up telling my niece about the picture. She pulled them out the garbage can and she's like, I'm taking these pictures with me and I'm going to throw them away. Um, And thank God she took them and she opened them because she did tell me like, these aren't his pictures, you know, cause I didn't know. Honestly, I was, I didn't know. He said they wasn't pictures of his, but at this point I didn't even know. I ain't no telling at this point, but she really was like, no, these pictures were from, for other people. The information stamped on the back is nothing, you know, that was to him, you know, but she was like, she had my back as a woman. She had my back and she had to explain to him like, no, like, dude, like I don't even send pictures. Like, like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like as a woman, like this ain't hell no. You know what I mean? So I'm glad she held me down in, in that aspect. Um, because I'm telling you, he just did all he knew is he wanted some damn pictures. And when we talked the next morning, he called me that next morning on the anniversary. It's like, it's so much love in our tones and in our conversation. Um, he kind of bought up the picture saying I, he was mad at me because I told him I got this. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I got this. Um, AKA I'm still not sending the type of pictures that you want, but I got this. Um, he still makes me smile and he still makes me laugh and he just kind of knows when to bring it back in. And, um, that's, I'm learning like that's what love is. That's what a relationship is. That's what a marriage is like working through it, you know, laughing through it, crying through it, whatever you got to do, but we're fighting through it. Um, and then we come back, like we actually come back. And even after, you know, the stress of it and the, the aggravation that you go through while you're in the thick of it, once it's over with, it's just like a different type of feeling. Like you, you can feel the growth. You can feel the understanding. You know, you can feel like, okay, we don't have to go there anymore. And again, a lot of this stuff has happened earlier, happening earlier on than later on and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful to be going through the growing pains right now. But guys, yes, my husband mailed me some pictures of some other women to show me what kind of pictures that the jail would accept. <laughs> this nigga. Like, but you gotta love them. <laughs> you gotta love them. Um, oh, Lord Jesus. But that was what the night before my anniversary was like. And really the two days we was going back and forth about pictures. I, 
I'm telling you, I can't make this shit up. And I'm sure some of you ladies can understand what I'm saying. And as crazy as it may sound to women who probably don't even understand, for a person is with somebody incarcerated, it's serious, but it's not that serious. I don't want you guys to just really be like, oh my God, he's just totally disrespecting her. Oh my God, it's not that serious. He's a man and men are dumb. <laughs> like, period. Um, they see what they, they, they want, what they want. They don't give a damn. Um, and it just, it just is what it is. And, you know, just like anything else, you got to train them, you got to teach them, you got to make them understand. And that's exactly what I've been doing. But yes, he, he mailed me some bitches and your girl wasn't having it. Never looked at him, never had any intention to do it. Um, and he felt so shitty afterwards. He was just like, baby, I'm so sorry. I will never do that again. I will never make you feel like that again. Because it does take you on this roller coaster where you're like, damn, nigga, like, you know, I, I'm already kind of going through, you know, my own shit with me saying I'm not where I want to be. And you making me feel even worse. Like, you know, we as women already are bad and harder on ourselves. So to have your man <laughs> tell you, I don't give a damn what you look like. I just want these pictures. You like, dude, like, no, <laughs> but he's a man. He's a man. And he's an incarcerated man. Um, but that guys is my story of the day. Please don't judge me <laughs> and please don't send me no fucking pictures, but no, he's a man. <laughs> And I love my husband. And um, yeah, that my toaster anniversary was was a bit messy in the beginning. But again, we 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 got through it. We got through it. We came out on top. Um <laughs> and that is my story of the day. Um, this is episode 18 of season two, Wetlock Chronicles podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for staying down, um, passing the word on, tuning in. Like, I love you guys so much. Seriously, I love you guys so much. This has been a journey. You guys been on this journey with me. This is the most personable I've ever been in my life. I'm talking to a whole bunch of people I don't even know. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you're getting something from it, whether it's laughter, entertainment, whether it's making you feel better about your situation, your prison relationship, your love for your inmate, whatever it is, I hope I'm doing something for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, Email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. You've got mail. 
Okay, guys, so let's dig in this bag and see what kind of mail we have. So since it's the anniversary episode, I am going to read some of the anniversary messages that me and my husband got. And thank you guys so much. Like, it's crazy. Some of you guys really remembered um, because I had been talking about the anniversary coming up and um, on social media, on my platforms and just different places so thank you guys so much for remembering and just really sending us all these wonderful messages and best wishes I love you guys it's so appreciated okay so the first one is happy anniversary wishing you many many more thank you so much the second one is I've enjoyed your journey happy anniversary Thank you so much. And please, please continue to stay on this journey with me. Um, the next one is so glad you're so glad you've shared your marriage. You've been real about the good and the bad. Thank you for keeping it 100. You are so welcome. As I said before, this is the most that I've ever been very vocal and very personal. I'm really a private person. Um, so to share the ups and the downs and share some of the ugly, you know, it's, it puts you in a very vulnerable place. Like, I mean, it's a lot of people out there that judge and, you know, look at you crazy and all this kind of stuff or whatever. But I try to always just be honest and I try to always be real. I mean, at the end of the day, it's my life, it's my relationship, my marriage. So, you know, the rest. Okay, next one. Love and marriage are work. You have shown you and your husband are willing to put in the work from a difficult space. I admire your journey and love your podcast. Thank you so, 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 so much. Yes, love and marriage is work. Relationships are work. But when you're with some with someone incarcerated, it's like over time. But thank you so much. And thank you for uh, tuning in. The next one, happy anniversary all the way from Chess Republic. Okay, thank you. Shout out to Chess Republic. Um, Next one, we love your podcast. I'm sincerely a prison wife. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope I'm doing us some type of justice. Um, Next one. India loves wetlock. Oh, not India, a person, but India. I have listeners in India. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys so much. Please, please, please continue to keep listening. Um, Happy anniversary by way of Taiwan. Okay. Whew, pop my collar. So we got India and Chess Republic and Taiwan. Shout out to all you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This just makes me feel so good. Um, The next one is wishing the Duffies the best. Thank you so, 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 so much. The next one, keep telling your story. I enjoy being a part of witnessing wait i love being a part of something to your journey hmm. i don't know but thank you <laughs> thank you thank you so much thank you guys so much for all these beautiful messages um of course you know i have so many more i try to just 
um go through randomly and just choose some ones and read through them or whatever but thank you guys so much again thank you like what more can I say thank you so much um I am at a loss for words I really really do appreciate all the love and all the best wishes um that you guys are sending our way like really 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 I do um I can't be I can't be any more genuine uh saying it I'm very humbled um by reading all of this and um thank you mwah babe what's up baby I love you okay so now it is time for the extra report Oh Lord, honey, my husband is crazy as hell. Um, <laughs> the man is really crazy. Like, like when I tell you guys, he is really a pill, as they say. He is a pill. Um, but he keeps me laughing, and I love him, and I'm happy. And um, this is forever. This is forever, and we're not going absolutely anywhere. So, um, he's doing great. And, um, he's still working in the kitchen. He's still staying positive. Um, I just love his willingness to just be wrong and, and understand when he's wrong. That's when it counts the most. Um, I love the fact that he's extremely apologetic when he needs to be. Um, I love the fact that he just, he, it's like, when things go left he tries so hard to steer us back and a lot of times I really be stuck in that moment and I'm learning how to try to talk it out work it out and move past it um and a lot of times it's very very hard for me and and I just really love the fact that he understands that but I love the fact how he when he's wrong my husband knows he's wrong I don't sometimes even have to say nothing to him he'll within his apology he will tell you like baby I know I'm crazy as hell you gotta forgive me you know he puts his spin on it um and I just love him for that like he doesn't let the day go by and just continue with us being upset or mad like some kind of way he gonna crack a joke about himself he's gonna put himself in a vulnerable place to make me feel better whatever it is um he just he he just he does it he does it he wheels us back in um and I love him so much for that I really really do but he is doing great guys um he's staying positive he's working out um you know you guys keeping him in your prayers is appreciated. Like he appreciates it. He always has different little messages for, you know, all the listeners out there. So he loves the fact that you guys are listening. Love the fact that you guys are supporting this podcast, myself, our marriage, everything. Um, But he's doing great. He's doing great. He is at a very positive. His vibrations are extremely, extremely high. Like, um, you know, coming from, getting his sentence, you know, moving, moving around, getting to where he's supposed to be, being on lockdown, can't get on the phone, um, adjusting to where he is now. Just, he's been through a time and 
he's finally getting to a almost settled place where he's more at peace um because now his time is winding down you know he's he's getting closer to coming home than what he was when he you know first got his time you know as as the first year rolls by you know the second year gonna roll by so now he's putting things in the rear view and it's making him feel better um the love family uh, love and fam love and support of his family is always a plus for him he is motivated and ruled by his children he loves his children he loves his family um so he's in a great space he's in a great space he has minutes we've been tearing them minutes up the past couple of days lord have mercy um yeah we've been on some some stuff so yeah we've been we've been tearing through the minutes so hopefully he'll have some before <laughs> the month is out but guys thank you so much for keeping him uplifted and keeping him in your prayers you know we all need them we got to keep praying for our incarcerated brothers our incarcerated loved ones you know they really really need that love and support and i thank you so much for continuing to give that love and support to myself and my husband so thank you so much again for tuning in this is episode 18 of season two Today, on a serious note, I am going to read 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I have nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardships that I may boast, but do not have love, I have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. And that is all I have for On a Serious Note. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. What the hell you got on? I have on some, um, dang, what's her name? Um, Betty Boots. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Victoria's Secret. Betty Boots. Betty Boots got them boots like you. Betty Boots. Betty Boots got them boots like you. Betty Boots. Pants. Oh, uh, that bitch. That should. That should name her. Um, Rara Boo. Who? What? Rara Boo. Rara Boo. Yeah, I got on Betty Boo. Um, pajama pants and a um shirt, a t-shirt. Betty Boo t-shirt. I'm fucking shit off. Do what? <laughs> 
take this shit off. And do what? Wait, so listen, <laughs> you you they you got a problem, you know that. Uh, I know that. I've been told you about it. I'm gonna be ignoring it. You like, and like Memphis today, like my little message today. That shit that got out of hand. I wasn't even trying to go there. Then you talking about gonna take me back to my son. Got this and all that shit. I got mad as hell at you when you take me back. That's why I just said, all right, whatever I said. Short. I was mad. I was upset. You was upset? Yeah, because you don't supposed to be telling me you know uh, you. Yes, I can tell you that. I got this. I'm just saying. So, how I told you, right, you only need to wait on the uh, mail to get there. Babe, I love you. Baby, I love you too, baby. Okay, I got this, okay? Okay, so you did what I told you to do. Why you been in the house all motherfucking day? Babe, I haven't felt good. Did you forget that? Baby, that would have made you feel better. No, it would not have. My body is just as tired. My back hurt. Got an arch. <laughs> Damn, babe. Like, for real? Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry. Damn, babe. I'm going to be, be somewhere sick, and you're going to be like, babe, just turn over. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even going to care. That shit fix it. No, it won't. It did fix anything. You might be like, babe, just lay there. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so selfish. Now it is time for my thoughts. I love my husband. Um, I am very, 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 very happy that I decided to give this relationship a chance. I'm I'm happy that I had a friend in him before um, our relationship even started. It just makes our bond so much stronger and so much wonderful. Just so much more special. Um, words can't really describe how I really feel. Um, I do not want to sit here and pretend like I'm perfect. He's perfect. Or our relationship, our marriage is perfect because it is not. Um, we both have past. Um, we've made mistakes in our past. We've even made mistakes within our relationship. But what I do know is that love wins. Um, this journey has not been easy but it hasn't been hard if that makes any sense it's been worth it um it has been a pure delight for me i am learning we are learning we are growing we are learning how to work through things we are learning each other we still have a lot of work to do but we know that and we are still 
willing to continue to fight for what we believe in, fight for our relationship, fight for our future, fight for our love. We have so much in store. Um, a beautiful future you know we're always talking about building different things and you know just different business ventures and um life I can't wait to do life I can't wait to do life with him um just recently we hit a very 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 bad patch and um I was unsure I was unsure I didn't know which way we were gonna go and um it was very very trying it was extremely extremely trying but I will say this the love that we share and the love that we have is very very strong and I think I realized more than anything with this last patch that we hit um when my husband told me that I was his heir and he could not breathe without his air and it meant a lot because we was at a bad place (laughs) we was at a really 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 bad place um and it was either or do or die one or the other and um prayer you know prayer communicating um mostly communicating um in a way we never did before it was one of those moments where seriously like everything was on the line and those conversations those comments those things that were said is really what shifted us and got us back to where we both really wanted to be I need for people to really understand that um, as you get older, you know, it's, I can remember times where I used to tell people, oh, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with that. If such and such does this, I have always stood on me being a person to just cut stuff off. I tell people all the time, I'm like a light switch. As easy as it cuts on, it cuts off. Um, One of my biggest assets to me to me um is that I can just walk away I can walk away I can act like you never existed I don't care who you are what you were to me Uh, I'm not a pain freak I do not allow people to hurt me multiple times you do it one good time it's a wrap we're done I'm moving on with my life no bad feelings no ill no ill will or anything I just move on and I will say this by far is the first time in my life that I have been conflicted um, on numerous occasions of which way to go um, because of what I'm used to, of who I am, um, the way I was raised. But this thing called love, (laughs) this amazing thing called love is showing me something different. Um, and it feels good you know it never feels good to be stressed out it never feels good to have these bad moments with the person that you love I promise you when you are in the thick of it right sitting in the middle of it it sucks especially when you just don't know which way this is gonna go um 
I talk so much about red flags. I talk so much about just how a lot of times prison relationships really are. Um, how sometimes people come home and they're not really with that person anymore. Or you find out this person is using you or you find out this person is communicated with multiple people and just different things like that. All of these things happen. All of these things happen. Um, and sometimes the relationships really don't work out. So when you get into those situations, it's very hard to figure out which way to go. Um, a lot of decisions have to be made, you know, but I will say this, like, I love this man and we have something so amazing and so special and God is definitely in it. God is definitely in it. I can feel him in it. Um, every day, every day. And I'm learning like this is this I'm 44 years old. Okay. And this might be the first relationship I've ever had in my life where I'm putting in all this work and not not work like in a bad way, like, oh, you know, I don't did all this shit, you know, da, 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 da. no, it's it's not that. It's really me being an adult and being a woman and really fighting for the man I love, not for him, like I'm fighting bitches, cause that ain't never gonna happen. Um, but fighting for us and he's fighting with me. Like we're, we're fighting together. You know what I'm saying? And we do have bad patches. We do have moments where, you know, it's very questionable. Hell, he's had moments where he's just like, maybe we just need to just not do this. You know what I'm saying? Because of who we are, what we used to. And that has been a big, um, obstacle for us but we're students and I keep saying it because when you come from opposite sides of the track and you live totally two different type of lifestyles it's like we are foreign to each other um but it that's what makes it even more amazing because he's learning me I'm learning him we're teaching each other different things um and I wouldn't want to go through this with anybody else except for him because of our friendship because of the genuine love that we have for each other the genuine love and support that we have even from our families my mom loves him you know um my family they love they're happy for me I have a relationship with his family so the support that we get in between is amazing um and it just keeps us both going it keeps us and some of the times I'm wrong some of the times he's wrong and some of the times we have to have somebody in the middle to help navigate through this so we can kind of understand you know where we both are going wrong with this situation and that's why communication is so very important guys communication is so very important and when you communicate you have to learn how to listen I am even learning how to listen more sometimes I can catch what I'm about to say and say you know what he's gonna take this the wrong way because I have to think of his his mental his mind frame and the way he processes things and that is something that we are both working hard at is learning how to think for each other um and be empathetic towards one another and it has been working for us it is getting us through um 
and we're doing fine like we're doing fine i think this last patch that we had really put us on a different plateau it was a very it was bad it was very bad but you have to stay tuned you have to stay tuned to episode 19 to episode 19 to 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 get the tea on that um and that tea that tea will let you know how we are going to move forward will they be will there be a season three or will there not be a season three but as of right now as of october the 6th 2021 it has been one year since we said these amazing vows um and the love continues to grow it's continuing to get stronger we are fighting um, for our love, for our relationship, for our marriage. We have a wonderful future in store. Let's just hope and pray that he doesn't do anything else stupid like pictures or anything like that um, to throw a monkey wrench in our plants. But it's work, guys. It's work. It's ups and downs. It's ugly, ugly, and bad, bad to go along with it, too. But the love outweighs every single thing and yesterday I was riding in my car I was going to pick up something to eat and Jill Scott he loves me came on and if I could give any description of how this man makes me feel and the way that I love him it would be he loves me by Jill Scott so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for spreading the word. Thank you guys for subscribing. It has been a minute, but I am back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know I don't have to say it, but I always say it. I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Wetlock Chronicles podcast. quick update guys so if you haven't heard if you haven't heard i officially have my ministry credentials yes as of october the 3rd 2021 i became an ordained minister i finally got my credentials and it is 100% official. So if you guys out there are looking to be married, if you want me to do your official wedding at whatever jail you're at with your inmate, you can email me, um, bar mitzvahs, <laughs> whatever kind of services you need. I am actually officially, officially ready to go you can email wetlock chronicles podcast at gmail.com holla at your girl i am here for you i would love love to officiate somebody's wedding especially a prison wedding because i feel you i'm there with you and i would love to have be a part of your journey as much as you have been a part of mine. So yes, my ministry credentials are in. It is official. 
Please don't forget to join Patreon, guys. I have a four-tier membership, $5, $10, $20, and $40. The $40 membership gets you everything exclusive. You also get free merch every three months. Um, Check it out. I'm not asking you to join, but just check it out. If you feel like you want to do it, go for it. You can also um, subscribe on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, wherever you listen to your podcast, please keep subscribing. Please keep um, spreading the word. Help me get these numbers up. I'm getting there, guys. I am really, really getting there, and I appreciate all the love and all the support. If you want to promote your brand or your business, please email 1329mediaproductions at gmail.com to donate, support, if you want to buy your girl some coffee, you know I love my Starbucks, or some lunch, you can cash out Wetlock Chronicles. That is the dollar sign, Wetlock Chronicles. The cocktail of the day, all of them are on Patreon. You can get the recipes and the pictures and all that wonderful stuff on Patreon. Please don't forget to sign a petition for Matthew Baker Jr. and Christopher Bennett. Um two guys that I am, you know, I'm very passionate about. Please make sure that you go sign these petitions. The links to everything are in the footnotes of each episode. They're also on Patreon. So please, if you want to read their stories, the stories are there. The YouTube uh, links are there. The petition links are there. Please, please, please make sure you sign. And that is all that I have. That is all that I have for my update, guys. Again, thank you so much. I know I don't have to say it all the time, but I appreciate you guys so much. I mean, I can't stop telling you how much I appreciate your ears, your time, um, the way you spread the word. I have so many listeners um, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. I'm elated, I'm humbled, I'm thankful, I am blessed. Um, Please keep listening. Although I've been away for a minute, thank you guys for just hanging in there, staying down, um, keeping my numbers going up. Oh my God, my phone sex episode is off the chain. It is now the number three top out of top 10 it's the top 10 but it's number three of top 10 nothing's beating the bologna sandwich okay (laughs) nothing's beating the bologna sandwich saga but the phone sex episode is now number three out of the top 10 that is completely amazing you guys are freaky i knew it and that is why but i'm gonna tell you something ladies if you don't know if you don't have it go get it. This is free advertisement for whoever came up with this idea. I won't say it again, but that rose is the truth. That's why my husband ain't gonna have no minutes (laughs) this month at all. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Anchor, FM, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please be sure to follow this podcast on Facebook and Instagram under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, Twitter, Wetlock Podcast, 
Patreon, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, and you can email Wetlock Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com.